0: No, because as I walked in, like, she was slightly bent over, and I was like... Uh-oh. I was like, uh-oh. No. Yeah, but it's just the angle of it. Okay, was, no, I feel you. Yeah. Hey, welcome
1: to the Empty Glass Podcast. <laughs>
0: you, you, don't, you don't have to post this part.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think out of context, this can be great.
0: <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, cool. Hey. Hey, what's up? Not a lot. How are you? Do you have any topics? No. Fuck. This may be a really shitty episode. <laughs>
1: And we got three of them somewhat.
0: Uh, uh, uh nah. I, nah. Would, I, would, <laughs> I don't know. I we'll we'll roll with this one, see what happens. Okay. Um, but I don't know if I can guarantee two shitty episodes beyond this one, but they may be good episodes. They might be. Who knows? I, mean, I, I do
1: have a few things to talk
0: about. Well, how about you lead it? All right. Well, first things first. Um, this is Matt and this is Stefan.
1: Hi. Nice to meet you guys. Um, first things first just as a word of advice for anybody out there who does tech assistance, if somebody asks you to help them make a backup of their phone, don't do it. Um, I mean, why? I, well, okay. So I'm, I'm very lucky in the sense that I can understand how to get past, especially for like, okay, when I say backup a phone, I mostly mean like an iPhone specifically. And I could get past a lot of the, like, weird security fail-safe things. But without naming any names or naming anything too specific, I went and I did a job where I helped a friend of mine back up their phone. And then they come back to me at, like, 9 p.m. being like, oh, there's all these problems. There's all these things I don't understand. And it's like, look... It's okay. I understand that's your phone. That's your livelihood. Like Everything you've ever had is on that phone. But if it's not backing up the way it's supposed to back up, you have two options. One, try to do a little bit of digging and figure it out. Or two, take it to a place that backs up phones, like Best Buy or Apple or something like that. Because essentially what this client was wanting was for me to like make a carbon copy of their phone on an external hard drive, which I can do. But it takes a lot of time, especially when this particular client had tens of thousands of photos, getting close to like the 100,000 mark of photos. And it's like, look, okay, you know what? I get it, and, I, and I'm and i still helping that client. Like, I'm, I'm gonna go help them tomorrow and finish the rest of whatever it needs, whatever needs to be done, I'm gonna do whatever needs to be done. But it's like, look, two things. One, past 9 p.m., you know me, I work early as fuck. Like getting Mm -hmm. anything past 9pm, even from a homie being like, yo, you want to chill is like, dude, God, you know me, you know what I do. And two, it's like, if it's really that personal to you, and you're afraid to take it to an actual business, do some digging, figure some things out, because it's probably not the last time you're going to have to back up your phone. Anyways, rant over, but just as a word of advice for anybody listening, just just be careful.
0: Uh, Be careful
1: uh, what you do for people. No. Sometimes it can come back around.
0: Papa Matt, it's been a while since Papa Matt has oh, fucked Papa with iPhone. Oh, Papa Matt. An, Hello, Papa Matt. It's Hi. been a while since uh, Daddy Matt has fucked with an iPhone or Apple products, really. Um, oh, we
1: know. There's there's hour long episodes about um, why um, yes. you don't.
0: I, also, another side note is like your ranting versus my ranting is very different. Like yours is just like telling a story and you say, okay, rant over. I'm like, oh, you can say rants without getting emotional? Uh, yeah. Like I was like, man, I have issues. Because man.
1: because I'm fixing it. You know, I'm, I'm even in now, like when at the time of no, this no, no. episode. Ah! Like, oh, well, be careful. It's
0: fine. It's it's okay. If my Jesus. wife if my wife could take it, the mic stand <laughs> could take it. <laughs> okay. Um, I kept okay. the mic stand by accident. I don't have a wife. I'm alone forever. No, but I was I was just making I just thought it was funny that like uh uh, not that you were emotionless. I'm just like, I'm, I'm over a fucking emotional shit. Yeah,
1: that might just be the difference. Well, I don't know. There was a rant that I went pretty crazy on. You did.
0: I remember, I don't remember what it was, but I remember there was one episode you got pretty heated. I did. Yeah. But uh, what I was going to say is, you know, back in the day when I was moving stuff over for, like, my iPhone or, like, iPad, wasn't it just moving folders over? Or, like, is it changed since then? It's
1: changed since then. So, like, basically, Apple has an option to do either an encrypted backup or a non-encrypted backup. And Hmm. basically, no matter where you back up your phone, it's going to initially back it up to the computer's hard drive. The task is moving that backup file from the computer's hard drive to an external hard drive. you got to do some things. Hmm. So... I don't expect anybody Because backs up
0: encrypted, so you have to unencrypt it to move it over. Correct. Got it.
1: So I don't expect anybody to know these things. That's why I guess I'm not so emotional, and it's not much of a rant, as much as it's just like a word of advice, like if you start something, finish it, which I always do, and that's why I'm going to make good to myself, go see the client tomorrow morning and fix what I need to fix. That's outside of the issue. The issue, or I guess the inherent... Word of advice or warning is just to not take something on if it's that if it's like super last second
0: or if it's super important to you, don't go for the lower price option. Fucking not that you're lower, price. right? That's saying, why like, I am, I am, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, if it's that important to you, just fucking fork up the cash and give Apple your money. I that's mean, right. Uh, yeah, I'm not in support of Apple clearly, but you know, if it's important to you and you want to make sure it's safe and you're going to get all. Bitch, complaining. It's no, it's
1: not complaining or bitchy. It's just like, okay, you know what? Can you could you have waited until the next day to talk to me? Because I was literally in bed, in sleep mode. Myself.
0: I would have ignored them. <laughs> yeah,
1: I did. I did for the most part. Um, you know, and I tried calling them this morning, and uh, they didn't answer. And I was like, whatever. And then they finally got back to me, and they're like, well, Monday works better, and all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, at least there's some. Um, there's courtesy. There is, you know, and I know this client per, on a Ow, personal level. Oh, fuck! So it's like, you know, whatever. But yeah, like just just be careful on what you pick up job-wise, like especially in the tech world because you never know. Why'd you say I fuck like that?
0: I thought of a topic. Oh, shit. It came to me. Okay, well, what is it? Like that youth pastor did.
1: Oh, my God, Matt.
0: Jesus Christ. What are we like? When I was in need, he came up to me. He's like, Matt, what's going on, buddy? What the fuck are you talking about? Not
1: even five minutes into the episode and you're already making these jokes. That's not five minutes. That's almost five minutes. Yeah. Ooh, It's going to be a long episode. No. Mentally. (laughs) Maybe mentally, but maybe we can make this a longer episode and not post two more if we're just like super scrubbing for. For for topics,
0: we'll see what happens. We're okay, still, so what's, we're still so what, we're still running by it. So what's your topic? Uh, I saw. Fun. I can't talk. I saw. You saw a very spooky movie. Oh
1: shit! What what is it?
0: Lake Mungo. Have you heard of this shit?
1: Lake mongo
0: yeah i know it sounds like something you would name yeah it doesn't <laughs> sound
1: like a real thing like mongo like uh, yeah, yeah, to to yeah mongo?
0: i get when i heard it i'm like this sounds like fucking something i would find Stephen, like hey have you been to like mongo in the Let's morning to mongo
1: like mongo in the morning
0: yeah that uh no fucking terrifying i hate it, it was okay really wait, good, what though. do you mean how terrifying like
1: terrifying in a funny b-movie type way no it, B-movie, like B-movie, B not B-movie, no, the B-movie. No, B movie. no,
0: no. Like, it's it's not like a comedy at all. Like, it's no, not. sad and depressing. Oh, shit. And scary.
1: Give me the rundown. Give us the rundown. I'm
0: going to spoil the shit out of this, frankly. Um, First off, in case anyone's wondering from the timing of listening to this, holy shit, this is an Australian movie, and it's about Lake Mungo, so Australians may get a, a chippy off of this.
1: Oh, there you go. That's, yeah, that's, that's perfect. Hey, Australian, target audience. Uh,
0: chippy. Chippy is a word, isn't it? Tag audience.
1: I can't, you know, I can go in and out.
0: Hey, why don't we do a fucking racist Chinese impression for our Chinese audience too, you dumb fuck.
1: Yeah, <laughs> might as well.
0: Don't. <laughs> don't, no, no. no. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so in case you're wondering from the time off this, uh, th- there was a horror YouTube channel called Dead Meat that I watch a lot. They just had a thing about it where they talked about it. So if you want to know more greater detail, you should watch their video. On YouTube.com slash uh use promo code dicks or Slim uh for fifty percent off your Patreon purchase. Uh that's just kidding, that's not a real thing. <laughs> and then uh um, is <laughs>
1: like no, there's no premium for channels yet.
0: Yeah, and then or no promo codes. Yet. yet, Um and then also I just highly recommend watching the movie. Like, so if you don't want spoilers, stop listening, right? Yeah. Okay. So, what happens in the movie? The First of all, the entire movie is made to be like a documentary. It's. Uh, now you turn it off. I was like, uh, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, I did too. Whatever. It's fine. If you guys heard a little room noise, that was my projector. And
0: I'm sorry. Yeah. It was Matt's processing power. Now, but I cleared up my RAM, so I'm good.
1: Yeah. Now your fans <laughs> are running a little lower.
0: Yeah. So, uh, the entire movie is made like a documentary, and it's made like a really good documentary. Like, you watch it, you're like, man, this seems like shit. That'd be like. On Netflix or something. with their bullshit documentaries are always doing. I'm not a fan of documentaries. I've mentioned this before. I've gone over it. So. Uh, watching this movie. It was a kind of weird thing for me. It is fictional. It is fictional. But it, the acting. And the way it's filmed. Makes it seem. Like you keep forgetting that it's fiction. You keep like. You're like. Oh fuck. I'm watching. You have to remind yourself. You're not watching something that actually happened. Uh, and there's so many twists and turns. That happen throughout it. So the premise of it is. This family. Father, wife, son, daughter. The daughter is dead. Um, okay. Yeah. So what happens is they great start. She she is found dead in a lake, like bloated corpse and everything. Which yeah, you see it and it's just like oof, that's a little too realistic there, but it's fine. And um, you, the the family is saying like, oh, I'm seeing like figure like the daughter's figures in our pictures and stuff like that. So I think she's I think she's with us spirit base wise. And there's a few twists and turns that happen throughout. Um, one of the twists is it turns out that the brother was faking some of the shots with the sister, even to the point that he was like dressing up as the sister in some of these camera shots.
1: Well, that's fucking weird.
0: And he said like, Oh, I did it because uh, I wanted my mom to feel like my sister was still there. So that way, uh, cause she didn't get closure when she died, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm doing it for my mom. And so
1: this is like a documentary partially.
0: It's all fictional. It is okay, all, all fictional. fictional. But I I will get to I will get to the point where you're like, okay, this is absolutely fiction, but it's still creepy. And so what follows that is um, later on the mom is talking about one of the footage things that the brother was dressed as a sister walking by. It's like, okay, so this is my son. But then I saw something else. I saw something in the corner in in my daughter's room. And then when I looked closer, it was our next door neighbor who had broken into our house and was in there, Ooh. which is a creepy fucking thought. Like that's a creepy real life thought that like if you were watching your own video and you saw your neighbor like in your house, that would be like fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um, and it turns out, even like, if it's
1: a nice neighbor, it doesn't matter. It's still like, what the fuck? Jim, how
0: could you? You made me cookies last week.
1: <laughs> He's like, I'm just here to get more flour to make you more cookies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, neighbor, just about a borrow a cup of sugar. It's like I, I was like. Jim, get the fuck out of my house! What are you doing? <laughs> I thought you liked my cookies. Yeah, it doesn't mean you can fucking break in. Yeah, and dude, what the you, fuck? You broke my window. That's like the three hundred dollar window.
1: I kicked some ass. Be like, better make me like eighteen dozens of cookies to pay for that window, Jim.
0: Yeah, I was, it was funny. I was talking to someone the other day about how I don't lend out my PS2 games except for you, and that's literally because I know. I know the lock to your door. Like I know how to break. it. I'm like, you're the only person I allow because I can literally get into your house at any time. I know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's kind of a scary thought, (laughs) (laughs) but not at all. Um, Plus all my games are organized. Thank you, Jared.
0: I'm like Wu-Tang Clan, man. I ain't nothing to fuck with. That's true. uh, So going back to this movie, so it turns out the daughter was having sexual relations with the neighbor. You. And she's like 16. I don't know what the age of consent in Australia is, but like, you yeah, um, uh, I mean, apparently she was consensual, so that's you. St- yeah, it's still you, but still you. Yeah, better than you know the worst scenario. It's anyway, I think
1: most of Game of Thrones.
0: Right. So what happened after that was uh, the the daughter was given a phone by her parents, like a new phone, and she went out with her friends and. Uh, came back like she went camping with them, then she came back all like kind of freaked out and shit like that and they're like Well, where's your phone? And it's like, oh, um, I lost it whatever like she just was like really passe about it and then um And then the daughter was acting like all weird like they show like her having talks with her psychiatrist Which that's breaking some laws. I'm sure where it's like I feel like something bad has happened It hasn't happened yet, but it's it's going to happen. I feel like I'm already gone And uh, she even, like, talks to her parents or, like, freaks out her parents. Like, I feel like I've been drugged. Like, something's happening. Something's going to happen. Whatever. That's weird. And it turns out what happens is the parents go to the campsite and they found where the daughter buried her phone. And they pulled out the phone. And this is, like, 2005. Okay. And you know, 2005 phone footage is some of the creepiest fucking yeah. Of course, footage it's of all like just all just naturally. Yeah, it's all have to pixels. To yeah,
1: it. it's all pixels. Nothing but pixels.
0: So what happens is uh, they they find a recording on it, and it's like it's in the middle of the night. And this just threw me back to some of our dumbass recordings and stuff like that. Yeah, or our dumbass adventures at night and shit. Like it just. Uh, It's her walking through like the woods, the grass and shit like that. And you see this like white sliver out in the distance, like in the darkness. And then it starts getting bigger and bigger. And you realize it's a person walking towards the daughter um, with like a white shirt and like a jacket on and stuff. And it gets closer and closer. And it's the fucking bloated face of the daughter after they found her drowned. Like her own death approaches her, essentially. like And she sees herself dead. And I'm like, that gives me goosebumps, man. I get goosebumps right now from that. And I watch a fuck ton of horror movies.
1: That sounds cool, though. That is really cool.
0: I think it's worth checking out. Uh, it's it is uh, it's, it's not for everybody. Some people will be like, "This is boring," or "This is like, uh, it's not as scary." It's like really just take a moment to think about some of these things. Like, let your suspense of disbelief let go. It's very easy in this movie to do that. Like I said, because that's good. It's just the acting and everything is done super realistically, and uh, yeah. Where, where did you watch it? It's actually free on Amazon Prime. Wow, what do you know? Use promo code Matt. Flappy flappy flaps.
1: I like how mine's always Matt, and then you come up with something weird and sexual. What was the other one? Like skinny
0: skinny dicks? Yeah. Something like that? You can still use that code. It's still valid. <laughs> still <laughs> it's still valid
1: until the, until the beginning
0: of March. Well, to, well, I was going to say the end of March. March 31st, 2013. Anyway, so oh I, I've told you. Ah, fuck. I don't know if I want to say this. Just say it. Have I? Well... I've told you that I have a. Uh, no, I'm not gonna say. It. I don't want anyone looking it up. I'll tell you off camera. Okay, sounds not good. off camera, off mic. Okay, well, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I recommend checking out the movie. It's pretty, pretty dang good. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know if I could watch it again. I mean, not that I disliked it or anything like that. I liked it a lot. I just documentaries are the worst for me, man. And this is a really good uh, fake documentary, so I just, I just, ugh. yeah. It doesn't it doesn't tickle me like,
1: you know, thrice. It doesn't tickle you thrice. It maybe tickled you
0: once. Uh, I was going to say something really bad. I don't know why. My mind is in a very. You're in a weird spot today. I mean, dude. Have you had your coffee? You I have okay? not. No. Is that why? It's possibly why. I don't know. I had to uh, I had to do a few things and then like, oh, you know what it is? What is it? I bought new pillows yesterday. So you that slept really good. Everything. Does it really? No. <laughs> I mean it could.
1: You slept different.
0: Well, right. Like what if what if my mindset was just completely different depending on the pillows I bought?
1: That'd be fucking hilarious. I,
0: I went to Bed Bath and Beyond and just like went ape, dude. I bought some new kitchen stuff. I bought some new pillows, bought a new comforter, like you know, Maddie treated himself
1: Well, I, you know. You know what? Sometimes you gotta treat yourself, and especially in the sleep realm. And, like, you got to be a sleep king.
0: Okay, so, yeah, this is where we're getting to for the podcast. We're talking about fucking sleeping. So, this is it. Uh, this is the peak. All right, everybody, this is going to be our last episode. No, of shut the fuck up, dude. No, so, no way in hell. Um, what, how, how many pillows do you usually use when you sleep?
1: Uh, Three, typically.
0: Three, like all stacked in your head or, like, two under your head, one on the uh, arm?
1: It will start with normally like one under my head, maybe two, and then none. I'll wake up with no pillow. That's usually how it goes. And I think that might just, well, like, it depends on where I'm sleeping, too, because sometimes I fall asleep here on the couch, and, like, this almost has a natural pillow. By the way, I might be getting rid of this couch soon. The cats have decided that it's the pee, it's the pee palace. And I've had to fucking extraction clean it three times, and uh, it's, it hasn't done much.
0: You should kill them. No, oh, pfft.
1: What, the people who own Ikea for making cat attractive cat Nah, dude, the no, cats will pee on everything. No, I'm kill
0: your cats. Hell
1: no. They, they, they'll, they eventually will pee on everything that I own. I mean, that's just, that's just the naturality. And honestly, they haven't done it in a very long time. But what happened was one of the cats got closed up here in the studio room. They peed. And that starts a trend. Once it happens once... It's fucked
0: because everyone's marking their territory. Right,
1: because everyone else can smell it. Everyone else is like, "We're down." That's not me. I'm gonna make that me, and then it just it, it gets out of control really fucking easy, really fast. So, um, no worries. I'm just looking at new furniture.
0: Nice. Um, yeah, and
1: it's time. Look at this thing, man. This thing has definitely been through the ringer. Like, uh, how long have I had this couch, Matt?
0: Um, like two days.
1: This is where the podcast is going. We're talking about pillows and couches.
0: Yeah. Uh, welcome. This is like the Twitch thing, it's like we're just chatting. We're just Yeah, chatting. we kind of
1: are. I mean, and I'm I'm cool with that. And like it, it feels good to just chat sometimes, you know? Yeah. Plus we are actually getting pretty close to time for the first episode, but we can run this one a little further. I think I actually You know do what? Let's
0: let's make this one an hour. Let's make this one a just chat thing. Also, I don't think we uploaded anything last week.
1: We did. All three episodes are up.
0: Were they they're were up. they all were they Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Because I they're checked up. I checked Wednesday and there was nothing there. Or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wait.
1: Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And okay. they're there. Episode 46, 45, and 44. Oh, man. Soul, Brie Larson's hair triggers Matt.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And the IMDB knows it all. I'm a really petty, shallow person, I feel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was a good title because I, you know, I listened to the episodes at least partially to kind of get an idea of what the title should be or the description. And sometimes it's, it's your a descriptions hit or miss. are some are like, are like the worst descriptions ever written. I know. But
0: no, no, they're like either hit or miss. Like on the like, like they're always like silly, but like sometimes they're like the right kind of silly. Like the fucking Brie Larson's hair is great. I love it. Matt gets triggered. Yeah, by
1: Matt Larson's gets hair. triggered by Brie Larson's hair. It's I thought accurate. It, was like, it is. It's exactly what happens in the episode. But yeah, no, no, no. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. And I do have a couple of, um, I guess, more so questions. From the outside of the empty glass, people who listen to us, i.e., my girlfriend and her roommates. Um, one of them was they really want to know. On, hold on, hold
0: on. Really, guys, nothing better to do. Sorry, I just want to put that. Out there.
1: <laughs> they want to know um, what your favorite book is, and if you are a book kind of person.
0: Well, first of all, that's a really insensitive question because I can't read. Um, oh God. Second of all. I'm uh, not rich enough to own a book, so thanks again for that. Uh, third of all, my, my dad was killed by a book, so thank you. Oh my
1: Bruce. God, dude. <laughs> Could you imagine if all, that thing, all those things were true?
0: You're my best friend, and you don't know this about me?
1: I didn't know that about you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that books ruined your life.
0: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> 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 oh my God, you're
1: fine. What happened to my tacos? I, didn't, I just got you tortillas. You got me tortillas. Just tortillas. Make a tortilla taco. Yeah. Sounds good. You roll one up, put it in the middle. Of <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, we're going to finish up our podcast. All right. <laughs> he just stands here. You're okay, Dad. What are you enamored by? Oh, I'm sorry. You're fine. <laughs> That's okay, we all got to do that from time to time. Okay, see you, Dad. Take it easy.
0: <laughs> and resume. What kind of books? Um, I um, I don't really have my. I can't really sit down and read a book too long. Unfortunately, I do like books. I love stories, just in general. Um, books are kind of a difficult medium for me. Uh though I have taken time to read certain books, like uh I mean as a kid my favorite book series was the Percy Jackson series. 'Cause awesome. I awesome. Love, yeah. Love Greek mythology. Um I read Ready Player One right before the movie came out, so that took a that took a uh, while how, for me. How is
1: it like compared to the movie?
0: Uh good. Better. Good, better I, I think it's I think it's way better, yeah. I mean, the movie is still serviceable, but the book is really good. If you ever want to read it, I have it, so I can get it to you. My sister got it for me for Christmas one year, and it took me like a year to read it. And that's like the thing is, like I started reading it, waited a whole year, and then finished it in a week. Like so, I I can read. I just have to be in a very specific mood for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I have to have my tutor there to help me out with some of the harder words, like the. (laughs) But uh. And then, but you um, like Percy Jackson a lot. Yeah, then I love Battle Royale, the book. That oh was yeah, really yeah, good. yeah. And
1: what a fucked up movie.
0: Actually, the most difficult book to read because of just how long it is. Uh, but actually one of my favorite stories, and actually probably one of my favorite this is probably my favorite book is uh The Counts of Monte Cristo Ooh. by Alexander Dumont. Wow. Highbrow. So, oh god, that one took me a while because it's fucking long and like it's you know some old-timey speak <laughs> have you ever
1: written have you ever written have you ever read it
0: nah i don't i don't think that's for me like that's that's a fucking big ass that's chip a book. book yeah that's a book and a half right there that's right?
1: a fucking book it's like it's like two it's like it's pretty much the length of um uh order of the phoenix it's so well, fucking long i
0: have to look into it because uh the Guy in Microsoft is a fucking long book, too. Um, so I'll have to see which one is which. But like, I think you would
1: enjoy the It book. I've read through a good chunk of it, and it's fucked up.
0: I, well, I love Stephen King. I love his short stories. Um, probably one of my favorite underrated movies that was made was uh, 1408, and I read the short story for that one. Oh, was, was that really a Stephen
1: good. King novel?
0: Yeah. Or It was a short story he did because he did the room whole...
1: 1408 or whatever, yeah. Room
0: 1408 with Stephen King.
1: No, shit. yeah. I did quite like that movie. I like John Cusack. He he uh cued some sacks, he loved it,
0: bro. He did. Um, I know I've definitely mentioned this before, but you have to watch the one with the right ending,
1: right? We've talked about this before. I've talked sure.
0: about this probably every time this topic comes up, I have to reestablish it, even though I know I've told you this. And even the listeners, I think. You always have to watch it with the right ending because it makes it or breaks it. And I have talked about it on the podcast, I'm sure. So I'm not going to go into it.
1: Another movie that's like that for me is I Am Legend. The one with Will Smith. Yes,
0: definitely. You need the right ending for that
1: one. You definitely need the right ending.
0: Which is closest to the book. The fucking happy ending is bullshit.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The happy ending is not nearly as close. The book actually doesn't even end like that at all. Um, the book is very weird. That's another one that I was going to say is I Am Legend. This is a great book.
0: Is that your uh, favorite book?
1: You know, it's up there. It's certainly up there. Um, it's up there because a lot of the way the book's described, I'm surprised the movie... Now, look, don't get me wrong. I love Will Smith as Neville. I don't think there would have been a better person...
0: He is great. I know, like
1: but, but the thing that they really did dirty to me is the way that they perceive the vampires. Cause they're vampires. They're not zombies. And in the movie, they kind of make them look like zombies and they kind of act like zombies and hoard like zombies. Whereas in the book, they were a lot more intelligent. They spoke, they might've not spoke full sentences, but they spoke things that would like that super creepy. You know what I mean? Like they would say his name, they learned his name, um, You know all the little like nuances. The the book basically builds you a visual image of what's going on, where Neville lives, what the city of Los Angeles, because it takes place in Los Angeles in the book, not New York City. But I did like that shift too. I was talking to uh, Rose's uh, roommate about it uh, maybe a week ago or so. But one thing that they just I think they could have done better on in the movie was just make the vampires more vampireistic and more intelligent because they just kind of went more with the like, okay, we're, g- we're going to just make them look like zombies and not really describe what they are, which is fine but a lot of Neville's experiences in the books is learning how these vampires live what time they come out uh, like where they gather, what they eat, all that stuff. It's very scientific and it's also really cool because like he is truly the last man on earth, which is another version of I Am Legend It's called The Last Man on Earth with Vincent I Have you ever heard of that one?
0: Yeah, I have, yes. Um, I think the whole zombie thing plays out if they kept the original ending in the movie where he had no form of communicating with him and it does have the inner acceptance that he is like the monster to these yes, new humans. And that's
1: exactly how the book goes too. Right. But I'm at saying at least from in, that point. I'm correct.
0: saying the shorter amount of time where they can't talk that because in the movie they don't talk at all. Like I, I think that plays out better to keep him as zombies because like with them talking and him doing for the research, that would have had a lot more elongated run-, run time. So you're I mean the original book sounds interesting, really interesting, but like very in the movie I can understand it had they not doubled back on their ending. True. So with the current ending that's there, which is, you know, fucking tackling someone with a grenade because that's what a scientist would do. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not the way to go.
0: Yeah, it's not the way. And she's, look at the butterfly
1: daddy. <laughs> the other end, The other ending is way better. He gives her back
0: yeah he understands that these are the current humans of the world these well this is the this is the population of the world and he is the boogeyman to them that's basically yeah and
1: I mean that's even the original book has a lot more politics I guess within the vampires like Uh, like I said how they think how they speak which isn't like speaking like a human but they still speak I guess that's like like where I'm coming from is that they felt more like a population in the book Because they're so much like us, but in their own little vampire way, and so I don't know. Like the book, definitely. um, Also, the book also carries uh, through a lot of like Neville's struggle. There's a lot more of Neville's struggle. There's a lot more um, time pressing, time sensitive, make your heart pound keep you on the edge of your seat type moments than there was in the movie. The movie did have that a few times, like whenever he gets out and starts losing his shit on Fred and like attracting the vampires, like that was definitely an edge of your seat type thing because he's just psychosis. And that's how he's very much explained in the book. He's explained as like gruffy, you know, he doesn't really keep himself really nice. He keeps the dog nice. He keeps Sam nice, but he doesn't really take care of himself.
0: Um, Still makes, I fucking... Oh, yeah, like Sam. Sam, That scene ruined bob marley for me because every time i hear everything's gonna be all right i just think of the fucking dog dying and i get really sad yeah
1: me too and i mean that's pretty much how it goes in the in the book too but um i guess i you know it it was probably the most faithful because there's one more in the middle so there's the last man on earth which came out in like the 50s the 60s with Vincent Price, and then there's the omega man which instead of vampires it's about like vampires who are in the kkk it's a really weird i'm not kidding and it's super 70s it's super 70s down to like the transitions in the music and there's a lot of flash cuts um and a lot of like the 70s muscle cars or like the 60s muscle cars like in there And it's a really weird version of I Am Legend, or I guess yeah, I Am Legend. And then finally, I Am Legend came out, and thank God for that because even though it's not a perfect representation of the book, it's the closest thing we've got.
0: I like—we talked about your book to movie transition. Um, I like the Count of There's been so many Count of Monte Cristo movies. Uh, I personally like the one with Jim Caviezel, who was a uh, Jesus Christ himself.
1: Oh, in uh, the, the Passion. Re- Passion of the Christ.
0: Yeah. And then uh, Guy Pearce. Uh,
1: Guy Pierce is a good
0: actor. All the movie. They're both very good actors. And I love I really like that movie a lot. I would actually say I love it. It also stars Richard Harris, too.
1: Oh, our boy. Um, Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Moriarty's father. Yes. Yeah, it's so weird.
0: Yeah. Um, and then, you know, uh, Professor McGonagall's son is the bad guy from uh, Die Another Day.
1: Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, the fucking, me? the white
0: posh guy who has the yeah. fencing fight, that's yeah. his, that's her son.
1: One more time, that is Maggie Fre- Smith's, Smith's son. 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 Yes,
0: they look a lot alike when you look at it.
1: No, it makes complete sense
0: now. It does, doesn't it? That's fucking uh, um, weird. Yeah, so... I'm sorry. Just, we had to freak out. No, about that yeah, we did. Because I've been wanting to tell you about this because I found out about it a few weeks ago, but I kept forgetting. So great, uh, but, but no, it's amazing. The County of Monte Cristo movies—they uh, are very different from the book because one, they have a happy ending; the book does not. <laughs> so,
1: ain't that just the fucking way?
0: Yeah, the, like the Mandalorian. Like which the Mandalorian. We're still not going to talk about for a while.
1: No, we can't, dude. I'm sorry. Oh, dude, So that needs uh, its own, and and a Lovecraft Country that also needs its own thing.
0: Um. Yeah, fucking, uh, so very, you don't give a shit about spoilers for WandaVision, right? No, Okay.
1: We've already talked a little bit about WandaVision.
0: Right, but okay, so the latest episode pretty much had the biggest confirmation that, yes, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire will be coming back uh, as Spider-Man. Nice.
1: I fucking knew it. it. I mean,
0: a lot of people knew it, but this was the final solidifying thing that like, okay, this is the shit. So tell us how. uh, You know that picture I sent you? Yeah. That- uh Quicksilver oh yeah yeah so that was Quicksilver from the X-Men movies in the fucking Marvel movies oh shit now granted it could it could be just labeled as a cameo or whatever people be like oh it's just a star it's funny because the star played Quicksilver instead of her brother who played him the guy from Kick-Ass who played him in uh Avengers oh yeah, yeah
1: um Aaron Taylor Johnson
0: yes so um like I would probably you don't get it. Fuck. If uh, That's your thought process. Like Disney owns Fox's properties, which means that cameo would have never been allowed to happen. Had Fox still wanted them apart from Disney, but now Disney can use that character in that position because they can, which means they could use any of the previous characters from any previous positions in any form they can. So the whole multi fucking the next phase for comic movies is going to get confusing for on- just easygoing movie watchers. I feel. Because yeah. they're bringing dimensional shit into this, not only Marvel but also DC as well. Confirming Michael Keaton will be uh, reprising Batman, which <sighs> I guess my dick rock hard, but uh, yeah. Well,
1: damn, I'm excited for that. It's about time, really. I've I, I liked. You are the one who watched Amazing Spider-Man two with me, and we were like, "This is a much better movie than what I remember it being."
0: Yeah, then I, I then I remember. I mean, it doesn't.
1: It's not like it's completely.
0: It's not. It's great. not great. No, it's it's cheesy fun. It's it's a fun movie.
1: It really feels like a Spider-Man movie though, and the web swinging is so fucking good. Yes. there's more web swinging in that movie than both the Tom Holland movies combined.
0: Yeah, I don't want to talk about that, but yeah. Wait, no, we're on a podcast. I do want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah, seriously. Duh. <laughs> Shaw. Uh, okay, but yeah, seriously. The fucking, get your head out of your ass when using Spider-Man Sony. Come, uh, not Sony. They did Spider-Verse, which was excellent.
1: Spider-Verse was excellent, yeah. And they're working on a second one, too. That's
0: the best Spider-Man movie. You know what? Yeah. It, if anyone a- ever asked me what's the best Spider-Man movie, that one is. If yeah, ever for a-
1: that, it's between that and Spider-Man 2 for me.
0: Well, yeah. It like, if you ever asked what the best live-action one is, Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man
1: probably. 2. Yeah. Um, And then then, then the amazing Spider-Man 2 and then all the rest kind of just fall. You know, and I do really like the first Spider-Man movie, too. It has a lot of nostalgia, but, like, going back at it, the I Green Goblin the mask was so this. fucking awkward and so weird. I mean, it was definitely, a like, a charismatic touch by our boy Sam, Sam Raimi. Oh, and Sam Raimi's directing Doctor Strange. So... Yes. We're going to get our... Uh, Ash crossover. Yeah, we're gonna get our Ash crossover Fuck again. It. I
0: would be so. Oh well, my he god! He has to. He's Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell has Bruce Campbell to, show, has up. to yeah. show
1: up. He does. He always does. Oh my god! Please make. It he the was bad in Spider-Man one, two, and three.
0: Oh god! I love Bruce Campbell. He's so awesome. He
1: was the announcer in the first movie, right? Yeah, the wrestling. The announcer. wrestling announcer
0: in the second movie, he was the bellman. Bellman. The bellman. Yeah. In, in, the, in the third in one, he was the. Fr- I am French. You know, yeah, yeah, the, he was the French guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. that was the best part of the movie for me, honestly. Oh, same, same, same. The rest of the movie. Well, no, okay. Best part of the movie was Sandman uh, being formed, but that the, was really the fucking. Funniest cool. part of the movie was Bruce Campbell.
1: I don't know. I think the funniest part of the movie of Spider-Man Three was Tobey Maguire crying. No, that's just
0: <laughs> that's just pathetic, honestly. Anyway, yeah. Listen, guys, if you get dumped and you cry, you little bitch. Mm -hmm.
1: Can I take a moment to talk about investing for a second without putting everybody to sleep? (sighs) GameStop? No, not GameStop. Yeah, although that is something I can kind of talk about a little bit. Um, That's just a really volatile thing to invest in because it goes... Every day it can go from anywhere from like $300 a share to like $60 a share.
0: Okay, real quick. Before, yes, I will allow you your time to talk about investing because it's interesting. About First. Because GameStop, I just want to get this out of the way real quick. Yeah. If you do not understand the stock market, do not buy shit in GameStop right now or AMC because you do not understand the clusterfuck that is going on. And It is way more dangerous to invest right now in that than anything else
1: right they like literally blocked those from being investment options on Robinhood,
0: right well the craziest part okay so just a quick rundown of what happened Mm -hmm. um you know people who own gamestop stocks tried to bring down the price and then you know redditors fucking found out what was happening and purchased all the stock under their noses um but what happened was like this this started a whole clusterfuck and people were like oh, okay, so GameStop is is popular now. I should start buying. That was the third party who didn't realize that Redditors were screwing over rich people at their own risk. And so people are, are like, OK, GameStop is good shit. So they start buying the stock. It's like, no, no, no. This stock is at its max value and it's only, only going to decline because once the PlayStation 5, once the like, next gen console start like settling Selling out and getting back. GameStop to is going to go straight back to the bankruptcy it was right before all this happened.
1: Right. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, they're Same mo- with AMC theaters because no one's going to the theaters because coronavirus. Right.
0: This, so people don't. Understand that the the only reason the stock value is going up is because people are trying to screw over each other Like there's this whole fucking war going on So people are gonna lose a lot of money thinking GameStop and AMC is liquid to buy when it's not it's like It's at you're buying it way higher than it is meant to be and then it's also gonna be worth jack shit pretty soon Yep, that's
1: pretty much exactly what I was gonna say
0: right so like if you if you guys are if anyone has the conception, like, it's a good idea to buy right now, it is Don't. not. It, it is a terrible idea. Something
1: like, that's something you should buy is Dogecoin.
0: Or you could buy the um, empty glass stock, because, you know, we're going up, baby. Oh, I uh, wish
1: we had stock. One of these days. Um,
0: yeah, but fucking, I actually, I did think about that, like, back in, like, October. I was like, or, no, like, probably September, like, early. Or, or, Later at the end of last year I was like I should buy some GameStop stock because like it's worthless right now, but like it's gonna go up because of all the next gen shit. Which probably would have been a good call. But then I just decided and I was like, nah fuck it.
1: Yeah, sometimes it's good to just sit on your assets. Uh <laughs> yeah, you always
0: there. wanna buy low, never buy high.
1: Never buy low or <laughs> never buy low. <laughs> <laughs> always buy high. Is this
0: is this the this the civil a, war of right. into Alaska Yeah, war? right. No. no,
1: definitely uh buy low sell high, but also never put more money than you're willing to to lose, lose. Yeah. Ever. And that's just the basic rule of thumb. If you can if you can follow those rules, it's great. Something that me and a friend of mine at work uh we talk about stocks and cryptocurrency all the time. I have some money in Bitcoin and Ethereum. But one thing that's been coming out of nowhere is this cryptocurrency that's kind of a joke currency, but it works It works exactly the same as Bitcoin. You can mine for it, blah, 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 blah. It's called Dogecoin. And what's really weird is that him and I decided to invest in it a small amount of money because it was only worth two cents a share, right? Two cents a share. As of the recording of this podcast, it is already up to 10 cents a share. And if that can make it to a dollar a share, boy, oh, boy, we have a new cryptocurrency on our hand. And that's definitely something that like if if any of the listeners were thinking about investing in uh, any kind of cryptocurrency, I would almost direct them to just put a few dollars in a Dogecoin. Five dollars. Five dollars. I mean, yeah. to A
0: dollar. That's like fucking oh boy. I can't do math right now. That's like a uh, $50 return.
1: Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Just about. It would be a $50 return. Well, at least at the time that I bought it. Now it's almost 10 cents a share. So, yeah, it would be close to $50. But that's just literally five bucks, you know? So it's worth it. And and the minute, I tell you what, the minute it goes over a dollar, people are going to look at Dogecoin and be like, wait, we can actually use this because it works the same as Bitcoin. It's a complete international currency. You can use it anywhere, anytime with any person who accepts it. And suddenly, boom, you're there. And I mean, obviously, the point of cryptocurrency isn't to always hold on to it. You do want to sell some and buy some back just depending on the market value of the time. It's a lot higher of a turnover rate than something like buying a stock in, like we said, GameStop or buying stock in Apple or buying stock in Ford. The difference is that like, when you buy cryptocurrency... What's really fucking cool is you can buy and sell it anytime you want to. The market does not have to be open. So you're not going to have any fees... Or any handling fees or any sort of uh, bad returns. Rich or white bad people train. have their
0: fucking hands right.
1: in Right. So like or anybody right, or any any like stockbrokers basically having to go in between. Because even if you're using a Robinhood app, there's definitely a stockbroker somewhere. Yeah. Um who's managing these numbers. But at the end of the day, uh, I if I were anybody who's listening to this podcast, definitely invest in Dogecoin and just throw a couple bucks down. You know, you might be surprised. There's people who bought Bitcoin when it was a dollar a coin and they put now it's high risk as fuck. I would never suggest doing this much money in a Dogecoin, but putting like a thousand dollars into Bitcoin. Ugh. Well, look at this. Look at this. You know now Bitcoin one Bitcoin's worth forty thousand dollars. If You take forty thousand times a thousand, and that's the money that they have. Now.
0: No, yeah, it's it. So it the return is was very high, but it's very
1: high risk, low high risk high reward, but but definitely high risk.
0: I would recommend. Uh, not putting a lot of money in the stock market until you have a firm ever. grasp in it. Yeah, learn or like about ever, it. Or once again, always put in what you're willing to lose. But like, get used to like doing small amounts. I think the Dogecoin is a valid thing to kind of get your feet wet. And yeah,
1: five dollars to Dogecoin, and you will see it do things. It yeah. might lo- it might go completely under, and you might lose your five bucks. But it's five bucks. You know what I mean? Like that's or it could shoot up like crazy before you know it. You're you're, you're holding a bunch of stocks for something highly valuable and you can decide what you want to do. Um, But yeah, I completely agree with you. Like read books about the stock market. Talk to a financial advisor. Listen listen to financial advisors. Listen to people who have been doing it for a long time because it is gambling. At the end of the day, doing stocks. And they're getting super popular now. Like this is the most popular in my generation, in my time, that I've ever seen anybody interested in stocks. There's so many people who are just like snore, snore, snore. Be quiet about that. I don't care about investing. Investing isn't well, worth anything. Um, but my dad has been telling me for literal years, like, hey, start investing, even if it's $10 here, $5 here, $20 here. Just do that. Instead of going and buying McDonald's like you do every week, you know, put some, put some money into the stock market. And it's good advice. It really is good advice. I've, and it'll teach you how to manage your money a little differently.
0: I think the realization that um it's going to be near impossible for a large amount of our generation to retire is se- is settling in so we're looking towards other other avenues yeah. yeah so i think that's why stock has increased but I was, I was actually i was supremely tired on friday i was exhausted um i've had construction going on in my apartment the past few weeks and so and i work from home so i've literally been hearing people hammering on my wall for uh, every single day, and that really gets to a man, and really makes him hate life quite a bit. Honestly, it's it was yeah. fucking awful. And uh, I also woke. I've been I've been trying to train to run a 5k. I'm not doing an event. I just I'm trying to improve my running. I get shin splints, so I'm trying to work on that. Um, so I woke up at like five in the morning to go for a run uh, on Friday, and it was you know I got my coffee, but it was just one of those things. That, like there was no amount of coffee in the world. Like I just I needed sleep that day, and I just wasn't getting it and uh so i started texting my sister and i was uh i just i was on my lunch break and i was just i couldn't do anything like i didn't i didn't eat i didn't do anything productive i just laid in bed looked at my phone and then like sent a text to my sister i was like involving the start market that's this i'm tying it back but i'm like right isn't it crazy that at some point uh someone will figure out how to create a a robot or a program that identifies the business analytics for different companies immediately and will be able to diversify funds that you place into those said businesses and be able to calculate when those businesses will go under and sell. And it's just an immediate like profit gain from that robot system because eventually someone will kind of crack the code on how these Stops analytics work. Will work. Yeah, work. Yeah. And then once it works for one person, they'll slowly spread to more and more people using that because it's literally just free money and then at that point, the stock market, as we know it, will be completely destroyed. And if it is re- restored or made again, it won't be like it previously was. It'll be completely different. That's
1: why That's why it's extremely important to never invest more than you're willing to lose
0: at any time. And my sister responded to get some sleep.
1: <laughs> no, that's a fucking honest, honest to God. That's a really good analysis and probably true. It may not happen in the next five years, but it will happen no matter how you look at it. Because there are people who dedicate their lives to studying the way something works. There's, I mean, obviously, that's why we have the tech that we have now is because people dedicated their lives into understanding how things work and whittle it down to a more basic, basic level. Like the PS5, even though it's more powerful than the PS4, there's probably less moving parts and less components than what's in a PS4 yeah. because it's simplified. I, um, I think it's just a matter of time before we oversaturate the stock market at least to begin with before what you're saying happens before somebody cracks the code and figures out how the stock market works to such a level that they in fact ruin it we are already kind of doing that as a as a collective because companies are seeing stock the stocks being purchased faster than they can even analyze where they're at in the stock market. I mean, GameStop is one of those, ex- the perfect example of something that just is so volatile that you don't really want to touch. Now, some people are going to be smart and not touch it, and some other people are going to be It's like, hey, fuck you, I'm still going to touch it. And you know what? They might get a high reward for that. They, that's high risk, high reward, maybe. Or it can be high risk, low reward or no reward. It just depends on wh- who they're investing in. But something that kind of intrigues me is seeing this big just just it's so weird like everyone's talking about stocks everyone's talking about stocks it's like the new thing
0: yeah it's really annoying it's a meme
1: in a way oh that's
0: that's so that's where my issue lies with it it's like great if you want to get involved in stocks but that's where like people are like man i'm gonna buy some gamestop stocks like no do not fucking this is not like this is not how this works that's that's the thing because some of it was like started off as like a troll to like rich people but then the Common people, you know, people who aren't in on the joke or don't understand it, fucking buy into it and potentially ruin their lives because they just don't get it. And like it's this is like my kind of like this this issue right now, this whole the meme aspect of the market, I find really frustrating because on one hand, yes, I think it's great that they're fucking shoving it to these crotchety old fucks that are like how dare you take away a million dollars now i'll only get eight billion this year it but on the other hand it's like you you're making a joke out of something that people will not understand and will put their livelihood at stake for like it's ah, fucking internet culture man really annoys me sometimes oh by the way thanks for listening internet culture Uh, yeah
1: appreciate you guys uh hey some breaking news um from the empty glass podcast uh as of the recording of this episode Unfortunately Polly Lou Livingston who did the voice of Tree Trunks has passed away.
0: I don't know who any of those things are.
1: Um Tree Trunks from Adventure Time. Um, I actually met her. I know the listeners can't see, but there you go right there. I actually met her when I was working at Whole Foods. Um, and so a friend of oh, mine yeah, tree she trunks, she she's the old lady, you know.
0: Oh no, no no. I just mean like I just I saw a notification like yesterday that like uh or this morning that a San Antonio voice actress died. That was her. That was her. Oh, Bummer. Anyway. Bummer.
1: Rest in peace, Polly. Rest in peace. I, I'm glad I got to help you shop that day. Or, yeah, I just it was just one day I got to go around Whole Foods and help her shop. So, rest in peace. Hope you're uh, getting those apples in heaven.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: That's what Tree Trunks liked was apples.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. heaven doesn't exist, so that sucks for her. But, yeah. Uh- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Holy shit Well on that note no, I'm just kidding We still have uh, We literally have uh, Like I, five I more like minutes I like
0: how We just started off Like we both have no topics And then we probably went Into our most Intellectual show.
1: Podcast we've ever had
0: Yeah Now whether it's Actually correct or not Anything we talked about Is a whole other story well, But mean, We talked about Literature we talked about stocks. Talk about films. We talked about films and filmmaking. Pillows and couches. Okay, we progressively <laughs> we progressively got better. Yeah, so now we gotta we peaked in our intelligence level. Sorry, I kicked the mic I kicked the mic again. Now we no, no, come, I now the we... mic again. Now we gotta dumb down from here. Um, okay. So what's the dumbest thing we could talk about?
1: Fried chicken.
0: So President Biden. Uh, <laughs> no.
1: Hey, but speaking of fried chicken, have you ever been to Wayne's Wings? No. They're a local uh, San Antonio business. They actually got broken into, um, and that's how they got a lot of uh, publicity. Someone went and robbed their store. That sounds familiar. Yeah. they Actually, someone came and robbed them and stole pretty much everything they had. And, and then the community they, like, the community was like, yo, we're gonna come back and now they're opening a second location. They're off of uh Walsham. Now they're off of Walsham and Bandera. So give hey, it up sh- for Wayne's show wings. Show
0: some fucking respect. All
1: right. Give it up for Wayne's wings. Also, probably the best wings I've ever had. No fucking joke. I gloved those wings. Fat. yeah, like you know, like you know, like when you have a wing and you like
0: And you like glove it.
1: And it sounds gross, but it tastes amazing. I thought
0: you were just flubbing the word love. I love those wings. No, I wasn't Um, flubbing the word. Stephanie, why didn't you tell me about, don't you know I love wings?
1: I know you love wings. We need to go to Wayne's Wings. That's definitely on the list of things to do as well as watch Tenant. Watch Batman Superman. Watch Batman versus Superman. The director's cut. The director's cut.
0: And then, uh, you know, do each other's nails. Do each other's nails. Kiss each other a little. Mm -hmm. On the lips. Um, Mail each other's parents saying hello, yeah, that's um, something I
1: haven't done in a long time
0: yeah I mean, when's the last time you wrote my mother a eight page letter?
1: I haven't, but I was gonna ask I was literally gonna She's ask been her, for I was minute. literally gonna reach out to your mom and ask her what the fuck that strawberry dip stuff is called
0: oh the, fucking, the the marshmallow fluff yeah
1: thing. <gasps> marshmallow is that what it is what is it called it's
0: it's a it's a i forgot exactly what it was but it's like a two-piece thing like one of its marshmallow fluff the other is like the strawberry mixture and you mix it together and you just dip straw I, I, oh yeah could
1: you, you figure that out for me please i want to know what that is because i just I can't, I can't i can't think of anything else that goes amazing with strawberries like that does
0: the, you must have had that when we were like little. Young. Yeah. Little. Yeah. I think like, she stopped little, making that years ago.
1: Little. If I could get that recipe, I would be forever. in It's your literally,
0: uh, she will laugh if I ask for a recipe of it. She's like, it's literally just two things put together.
1: I don't care. I need to know what those two things right, are. I will text I need- her. I'll text her right oh, now. Shit. Oh shit. Wait, a live I call, text on I the empty glass pot. Oh, should you call her?
0: Call her? Hold on. Let me call her.
1: Just call her. Just be like, Hey, really, really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Okay.
0: Uh, this call, is live on the call empty glass.
1: mommy. Oh, shit. Here we go. Hello?
0: Hey. Uh, I'm calling you on the podcast, so don't say anything embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> uh, Stefan is wondering what the ingredients were for that strawberry, like, marshmallow fluff thing you used to make.
1: That's uh, whipped
0: marshmallow and strawberry cream cheese. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Like, Stefan's like, can I get the recipe? I'm like, it was literally just two things put (laughs) together. (laughs) The recipe. Uh, Secret family recipe.
1: Well, hey, it was definitely a secret to me because I forever had no idea what went in there. And I was like, that is literally, hands down, the best strawberry dip I've ever had in my life. Absolutely.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Mom. Love you. you. Love you. Bye.
1: Well, there you go. Live on the empty glass. It's, what was it? Whipped marshmallow and strawberry cream cheese.
0: It, literally, That's it. Yeah.
1: Wow. I would have never known that though. Like literally I looked up things. There's a couple of different um, recipes online that seemed like it would kind of be in that, that ballpark, but it, I know for sure it wasn't it. Like I'm like, I know for sure this isn't Part it.
0: Part of me wish I didn't uh, get the answer so that way you could just kind of. Like torture forever yourself? torture myself? Yeah. No, but
1: I appreciate that because now I'm going to have some delicious strawberries
0: and so can the audience. They can't afford strawberries. Do you know why? Why? Because they haven't invested in the empty glasses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the empty glasses reminder that if you invest in us, you can afford strawberries.
0: Yeah, we don't deal with money, we deal with strawberries. You, give us, you give us some blueberries and then, you know, with some time passing over, you'll invest up to strawberries.
1: Hey, I can tell you how you can invest in the empty glass
0: by um following us on our fucking
1: instagram and sending us a goddamn dm whoops, mine was
0: different okay
1: <laughs> mine's a lot more hostile did you hear mine no what did you say <laughs> I talked over you I was like
0: kissing your dads whoops that was different <laughs>
1: <laughs> no don't do that but if you Why? do follow us Why? on the instagram
0: or if you do follow us at the empty glass podcast on instagram and
1: send us a dm we might kiss you
0: I'm really glad you didn't see each other because I frankly don't want to kiss you. No, no, thank you. Uh, hey, uh, they never done that. Am I right? Right. For sure.
1: Uh, <laughs> dude, uh, one more little thing before I guess we wrap this up. Have you ever seen that video of system of a down out of context? No. I don't know. This this little interaction reminded me of that. Anybody listening watch it on YouTube. System out of, system of a down out of context. There's a part in there where he's like screaming to the crowd, "Fuck you!" like to the top of his lungs. He's like, "Fuck you!" and they're all like, "Boo, boo, boo." And this just reminds me of something you would do. He just gets really close to the mic and he goes, "What I mean to say was we're going to fuck" all of you and they like the the plot twist bro the whole crowd just goes fucking wild and they're like back into his grasps and i'm like wow they're funny as hell i didn't have no idea
0: stefan why would you assume that i would say such a sexual thing because you do all the time that's incorrect you have what the fuck you have no proof
1: god i don't want to go through the pain don't you bring
0: him into this You, you should apologize sorry god
1: okay god Anyways, thanks for listening to the Empty Glass Podcast. Uh, Again, make sure to follow us on Instagram. Uh, Send us a DM, and we will get back to you uh, as soon as we can. Thanks. Bye. Um, What is this, a voicemail?
0: (laughs) DMD's nuts.
1: Got him. No, got him. One last Ah. stinger. All right. Well, thanks for calling your mom, Matt. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Do you have anything else to say to anybody else before uh, we hit the stop button? No. No. We should just end it there.